the podcast (laughs) things and stuff and things are happening and there's a car and oh hey look it's swerving and somebody jumped out of the way and he's about to hit a chestnut tree yeah (laughs) the right things on the board and and ah, and then there's a couch gag um simpson homer simpson he's the greatest guy in history from the Town of Springfield, <laughs> he's about to hit that chestnut tree. I remember that off the top of my head. Do you know why? Does he grow up with it? Well, I was going to say because I'm the type of person that was obsessed with that show enough to decide, hey, you know what I should do? A monthly podcast about The Simpsons. <laughs> what a dumb idea. So anyway, guys, welcome to our monthly podcast about The Simpsons with Lillian. Hi, Lillian. Hi. Um, that's Lillian. My name is Alex. I'm not going to introduce myself as Alex. Okay. You need to say your name backwards. My name tonight shall be Alberto. <laughs> if not, don't ever call me Alberto. But I was going in my head to try to think of any Simpsons character that sounded anything like my name, except for that one episode with the little lady girl named Alex. And that, mm-hmm. that doesn't help me at all. That was... um. I think she was the one played by Phoebe from Friends. That's what I was thinking. I'm trying... Lisa Kudrow. Yes. Yeah. I think that was her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The point is... Back in the good days when they had celebrities be something other than themselves. Yeah. I mean, except that she was just playing herself. She was playing like a... a slightly different name. Yeah. No, just playing a composite of like sort of Romy and Michelle kind of thing. I'll tell you the truth. I don't know. I don't really remember. Um, I think I was sort of out of the show by that point. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Sorry to admit it. What does your shirt say? Uh, it's a, It's Dead Cult. It's a band. They're really oh. great. They're around like, right now? Yeah, yeah. They're a local Portland band. Um, they're like one of my favorite bands in Portland right now, actually. It's like a female-fronted, like, feminist, radical death rock. Okay. Yeah, all that. But how the hell has Dead Cult not been a band already? I was thinking the same thing. It's like, like, I think they didn't Google first is going to be my guess. I bet you there's been a band called Dead Cult multiple times. I'm sure. It's like there's a band, there's a local band called Hell, and it's like, how has that not been done? Yeah, Hell has definitely been done. Yeah. Multiple times. It's probably been done to Hell. Yes. It's also been done in Michigan. <laughs> and part of the Hellenic Pantheon of Gods. Get it? <laughs> the Pan-Hellenic Pantheon. So anyway, we are doing a podcast. One, th- one, th- one, th- KBBL is going to give me something stupid. <laughs> Once a month about The Simpsons. And uh, it's going to be myself, Alex, and herself, Lillian. Hi. Talking about The Simpsons and all of The Simpsons' glory. Theoretically, we're going to focus on a few episodes each week. Uh, it's probably starting with season one, then season two, and so on and so forth. In a numerical sequence of your choosing. Generally, here at the yet-to-be-named podcast, our sequence of numerical choosing generally moves from the zero to upwards variety, um, if you count backwards. I am mm-hmm. not judging you. I do understand that everybody is born in their own special way, and you're all one of God's beautiful creatures. Um, feel free to count to negative one. Uh, we're not going to judge you here. We're not We're not uh, anti-numerists. You know, we're open-minded. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, earlier we were talking about how I watched the Thanksgiving. I watched the wrong episode. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's same con- it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, um, but I watched the Thanksgiving episode, and you watched the the Christmas episode, the Christmas special, the first, first episode first. of The Simpsons ever aired. 
Mm-hmm. That's a full-length television show. Oh, we should watch all of the shorts one time and talk about that. You know, I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up. Is uh, if we can find, I'm sure it exists and exists easily, a resource for all the old Tracy Ullman shorts. Yeah, I would do mm-hmm. that in a heartbeat because I probably haven't seen them since, um, whenever they were played in some sense and special as a joke. Hmm. Yeah, I remember when I was a child, I thought they were monsters for a really long time. Hmm. Like, well, when it first came out, and I was around like three or four. Or yeah. like my earlier Simpsons memory, and it's just like so. There is this, these cartoons about this family of monsters. They were. Yell. I could see that if you're really young, that yeah, they would be much more monsters than a, than a kind of a silly family with a with an interesting dynamic. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, we should watch those and make fun of them for being monsters. <laughs> like it. Oh wait, before before we get to um. Let's, we'll start with the we'll start with the Christmas episode because it's it, that that I was just talking about numerical sequencing. That one mm-hmm. comes first. I just wanted to tell you, and this is uh, something that in the history of mankind, I don't think this has ever been said, and it wasn't an insult. And you have to understand, it's not. I confused you with a pile of garbage earlier, Lily. Really? <laughs> well, <laughs> because the light was on in my apartment, and outside is very dark, so I couldn't see. And there's a garbage can outside standing up. Now, Lillian is not the tallest lady in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so all I could see was a shape. Uh, n- not that Lillian's garbage can shape. She's a felt lovely young woman. But uh, all I saw was something that was a different shade of black, slightly in the where you would stand if you're waiting for me to open the door area. So I walked into the the vestibule and uh, then I got a better view and went, oh no, that's the garbage can and there's uh, there's like a, some kind of hedge behind it and the two, uh, a la uh, uh, Marge's hair and, uh, and, and a, um, a, a buzz bear thing uh, that, that English guardsmen wear were confused by Maggie in an episode of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I confused you with a stack of garbage. <laughs> But it wasn't offensive because it wasn't actually you and I couldn't see it well enough. And now there's a beach ball on the field <laughs> yes. and the bad boys are arguing about who's going to be the one to go and get it. What um what are those things called? Those big furry hats that the silly people in England wear? I don't know. It's like a buzz beater or something like that. Beef eater? Well, beef eater is the name of the guy. Mm-hmm. That's the guy we're talking about. But the hats are called like buzz bees or something. Beef eater hats. I hope it's a picture of a guy in a fedora eating a hamburger. But it's not. Yeah, what are they called? Yes, the Tower of London. Uh, ooh, they're apparently called the Yeoman Warders. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no, they're like two different things that look the same. But whatever. Just tell me what the fucking thing is. Oh, Yahoo Answers. I'm not going there. They're going to call me a Nazi and then the F word. Uh, what is the history of the English Beefeater's tall hat? Well, let's, let's find out. And this is about the Simpsons. Oh, man. This is long. All right, well, write in next week if you ever find out what the name of the hats that they wear, because I don't know. So, uh, Lillian, you don't look like a pile of garbage, and that's a nice thing I'm going to say to Gal tonight. <laughs> I watched episode one from season one of The Thompsons. The Simpsons. <laughs> I, okay, here's here's a few thoughts in this episode, th- some things that I uh, I forgot and uh, that are culturally significant and have changed since then. The plot of this episode goes thusly. Actually, let's do this. What do you remember about the first Simpsons episode? Since since you didn't, we watched separate ones. We can we can go back and forth. Um, is Homer wants them to have a better Christmas? 
And then he loses all the money at the dog track at the last minute. And he gets Santa's little helper. All right. That's pretty much the main plot point. Well, th those are like the, the end plot points. These are the things I forgot. And that's pretty much what I would have said had someone asked me. What actually happens is Bart gets a mother tattoo that only gets oh, finished up. Oh, yeah. This, this is what I did. I, I, I was alone in my apartment, so I didn't go, oh, yeah. I, I went, oh, yeah. Um, and he gets a moth tattoo with a heart because uh, he doesn't get mother finished because Marge freaks out. And then uh, uses the family funds to uh, pay for laser tattoo removal. Mm -hmm. I had forgotten about that. I'd also forgotten that uh, Lisa is a child in the first episode. Mm -hmm. You know, because Lisa essentially pretty quickly becomes essentially just a tiny adult. Like, she's mm -hmm. the smartest one on the show, basically. That first episode, she's still a kid. Like, she's watching, uh, again, I forgot about these two, the Happy Little Elves. Yeah. Oh, that was an in-TV TV show that was on it. Well, Lisa enjoyed them and was um, riveted by this TV show. And she was like, expounding out loud, like, oh, no, the Happy Elf is going to mm -hmm. whatever happened. Which was weird, because I'm like, oh, fuck, Lisa's not that. And um, I'd forgotten. I knew that Homer has been getting dumber as the show goes on. Uh, I had forgotten just how everyday schlub the character was starting. Like, mm -hmm. like just on the. I mean, it, I mean, it is a ripoff of the Honeymooners. I mean, that's yeah. Again, it's pretty goddamn obvious. It's Honeymooners with kids, but uh, I forgot how just like kind of every man like oh shucks Homer is, and I'm like, oh, that's probably where dough comes from. It's basically just like a down on your luck like oh shucks so that's dough you know mm -hmm. that was really weird and i was stretching to identify two jokes in that entire episode mm -hmm. what the fuck did people find good about that episode of the simpsons that they're like oh you know what we need 20 something seasons of this because that episode frankly not funny in the fucking slightest well i stand by my theory that we live in an alternate universe where um the Simpsons has gotten like really, really popular, or not? I guess not an alternate universe, but um, going by this like completely hypothetical multiverse theory, um, I feel like we live in the we live in that one universe where The Simpsons took off. Mm -hmm. I feel like every other universe it probably lasted one or two seasons, and people were really are probably still like kind of obsessed with it and has a cult following and whatever, but. And we're celebrating the 20th season of Capital Critters. Yeah. That's the oh, first no, time someone's referenced that show in a really long time. Oh, well, that means that there's a universe where the critic is still happening. This is true. And that's pretty exciting. Yeah. But um, I want to do an episode about the critic right. for sure. Well, we'll get to it because he yeah. shows up on the show. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Twice. Um. But I'm sorry, what were we talking about before that? Uh, your alternate universe. Theory. Oh, yeah. We were in the alternate universe where The Simpsons like got really, really popular and is yeah. still going and has a theme park. And I'm pretty sure that if there's an alternate universe where Sliders is real, that they're going to pop in here and be like, holy shit, there's a Simpsons theme park? Yeah. Like, I like it. it it's like... Um... Oh, uh, what movie was? It? Oh, Back to the Future, uh, where they're like the the, the president's Ronald Reagan. They're like, what the actor? Mm -hmm. You know, it would be like that, like this big surprise moment of like, really that that one off cult TV show it, what, the, from the guy the the popular strip Life in Hell. Uh, it's like that because that's what Graining would be known for. Uh, is that's that's the most popular show? Wow, what a what a shock! Mm -hmm. That would be. Um, I want to live in that universe um, because that means um, Family Guy probably wouldn't have happened. <laughs> um, and a lot of other, uh, what I'd like to call, uh, 
televised abortions. I don't I don't feel like I'm I'm going too far mm-hmm. in that in that terminology. Um yeah, so early Simpsons, not funny. Uh, there is two things. Okay, I'm going to say I recognized four punchlines. Not that mm-hmm. I found funny, but I literally was struggling to find the points where, like, if one were to put a laugh track in in this show, which, thank Christ, it doesn't have. And by the way, people at home, this is your first episode, because this is the first episode of the show. We are devout Christians on the show, so let's just get that out there. Um, so, we believe in Jeebus, so... If you actually are a little thick, you understand. I'm kidding. Um, there's like four spots where like, I think that's where they put the laugh track. Like, that's how mm-hmm. unfunny this episode was. The best joke they had, well, there's two at the very end of the episode. One was uh, Homer, they were asking what the what Santa's little helper's name was. And he said, number eight. Oh, no, I mean Santa's little helper. Mm-hmm. All right. That's actually, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not rolling on the floor shitting yourself funny, but... It's mm. a gag. It's, mm-hmm. I recognize that as a joke. And I think Bart said something that was vaguely humorous. But that's it. I don't know what... We, like, what were we doing in 1989 that nothing was funny and we went, oh, wow, this is, this is fucking... This is knocking my socks off right here. Well, I think it was all about the subversion of, like, the, the family trope. I mean, like, you think... Uh, another thing to remember is... Um, what came out? The Simpsons or Roseanne? Simpsons first, I think. Um, I yeah, well, no, I think the Simpsons theoretically because of the shorts that started in like what eighty yeah. eight, probably before that. But yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, so I think it was one of the groundbreaking like it's, it's a sitcom family, but they all but they kind of suck in certain ways and they overcome it and they're poor and yada yada yada. I, um, yeah, I mean, I get, I I think that's probably what like academically that would be considered the correct answer. Hmm. But it, they're not that subversive. And I'm not saying like with modern eyes. I mean, literally, it's just the honeymooners. I mean, this has been done. It's just the honeymooners with some kids added, which really was the, was the Flintstones, which they've already done that. I guess the Flintstones didn't have to worry about being poor. But um, Well, the Flintstones didn't have to worry about shit. Like, they could eat by a fucking dinosaur at any given second. Well, yeah. I mean, what you would have to be worried. And the the, the next door neighbor kid is is fucking dangerous. He has He has anger issues and superhuman strength. True. So there's that to worry about. I would worry about it personally if I um, I lived in the Flintstone universe uh, in another alternate dimension. Um, I would be afraid of all of my home appliances rising yeah. up and exactly and killing me because I bet that happens. At one I, point, yeah. it's no longer it's a living. No, no, no. It's a message. It's like Guy <laughs> Fawkes Day. We're burning this fucking... Well, they can't burn the house that it's made of stone, but yeah. you, get the, you get the message. And that's why it's made out of stone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because you know the first like we worry about the robot rebellion they worry about the uh they can worry about opener the can opener <laughs> and the um and the garbage disposal that's you know some kind of elephant yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and they always do the big joke is it's a living and then shrug at the camera which yeah. to be fair funnier than anything that happened in the first episode of the simpsons <laughs> i don't i don't understand what happened but a few other weird points is uh mo's voice very similar to modern mo Mm-hmm. Homer sounds almost nothing like himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marge, I mean, recognizable. Uh, Barney, whoo, that's way off. Uh, Smithers and Mr. Burns. Smithers there, Mr. Burns does not sound like Mr. Burns in the slightest. He's got like a a smooth, almost young voice. Mm-hmm. Not young, but like, you know, he's played to be kind of, you know, the elderly hunched over. Like, yeah. In this, he's just kind of sounds like a, like some guy's voice, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, 
they didn't bother to really change voices up at all for background characters. Yeah. Because there's like six of them. It's not exactly <laughs> the fucking same. Yeah. Well, I like that about the, the generic background character voice. Yeah. And the Simpsons. And there always have been. And, um, but these were the generic background character voices are like, oh, that's just Millhouse again. Or, oh, that mm. person's just Bart's voice. Like, there was no, <laughs> like, there's literally no differentiation. But I think Yardley Smith did a lot more voicing in the be- of random I, characters in the beginning, too. I believe you're right, because a lot of it was like kind of a Lisa E voice in the background. And yeah, and she only plays Lisa, right? She's the only one who plays one person. Mm. Well, her and Julie, and Julie Kavner? Kavner? No, no. Her? Julie Kavner plays a few. Um, uh, I think the lady that plays Bart, I think, just does Bart. Oh, okay. Let's find out. Okay. I think the lady who plays Bart might be two characters. Um, Yardley Smith might only be one, yeah. If she's another one, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I can't even think, what, what the fuck else should we do? I'm trying to think of what other voice could possibly, because there's not, like, there's only, like, there's, like, three women on the show ever. To be fair, one of the boys is played by a woman, but, like, you know, uh, this level of womanly voice. A uh, childish woman. You can scratch your voice by a chick. Whatever that line is. Um, you know, something I was thinking about just now is the how earlier I was quoting that the the about to hit the chestnut tree thing. Yeah. And I feel like we're from the generation of people who like The Simpsons is just as much a cartoon that I watch as a kid, as much as like Ren and Stimpy or anything like that was. Which means that there's like still most of the quotes and jokes and stuff that I remember have to be sort of like the hitting over the head funny ones. The more outwardly funny ones. Look, I'm going to tell you the truth. I totally didn't pay attention to what you just said because I was reading the Wikipedia. Say that again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. The quotes that stick out to me from earlier episodes tend to be things that I thought was really, really funny as kids. As when, when I was oh, no, a kid. That's, okay. I think I did follow that, but like. I suppose, I mean, as opposed to the later episodes, you remember the really boring ones? No, what, no. I mean, that's, that's no, a, as that's opposed a, to what I rewatch it now. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, like here's a very here's an example from the Thanksgiving episode that I watched. Um, one of the funniest jokes in that episode that I love the most, and that I quote, and even like Simpsons people don't really get it because. Uh, but anyway, um, not to sound like a Simpsons hipster, but you, we <laughs> are Simpsons. Hipster. We're doing a fucking podcast about. This. I might as well be wearing tight jeans and have a fucking twirled mustache at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but was oh the there's like my favorite line from that episode is uh when they're doing the um ha- the halftime show mm-hmm. and and then they're like and now here's so and so to celebrate here's hooray for everything celebrating the 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 dancingest hemisphere of all the western hemisphere oh, nice. yeah and I did not get that joke for the first few times I saw it. And it's the same thing with like the brilliance of pretty much everything Lisa says. Yeah, it's like like early Lisa was um, so much less like of a shrill character. Yeah, and her character—that's what I was gonna say about uh, her in this the first episode—is she's much more of a kid, but her being smart is funnier. Uh, it, it, please let me re- rephrase that. More humorous, because not a joke amongst it. But her watching a, like the Happy Little Tree Elves 
Mm-hmm. And then in this episode, she goes, uh, she says to Patty and Selma something along the lines of, "Patty and Selma, that's my father. He is going to, uh, he's going to form my future way of viewing all men." And blah blah blah. Yeah, so yeah. Insult to him, <laughs> insult to me. And it's like, oh, that's funny because the the change between, oh, this is a little girl watching Happy Little Tree Elves, and then mm-hmm. you know breaking down uh, how you know how uh, the effect of fatherhood on her is. That's amusing. And I think that's why I stopped liking Lisa is because like, oh, great, you're just the smart one. Like, you're, well, there's no there's no dynamics. It's just, why I stopped liking Bart as well, where it's like, oh, look, you're the guy that does, oh, you're like, you say the net, you know, it's just, oh, Trouble walks in should be his name. Like, there's mm-hmm. no like, hey, look, plot devices here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think one of the things that, like, they got rid of, and I know we've talked about this before, is the, um, the later seasons, and I'm saying even not, not even later, later, like, it starts around season four or five, is they, they start getting rid of the melancholy that Lisa and Marge have. Because there's like this definite, definite melancholic twang to both of them very early on. And I always like that because it's like kind of the two sides of it. Well, I think, uh, I mean, I don't I don't think you're incorrect, but I think uh, Homer had that as well. I think that was just more the show back then was mm-hmm. there's a little more kind of undertone of melancholy to it. Again, because it's, it's the Honeymooners. I mean, it's... It, like the honeymooners I don't have you ever watched that show or do you just, you're just aware of its existence um it's uh they threaten domestic violence all the time yeah and um it's this the, this isn't about the first uh moon voyage this is a veiled threat of uh, <laughs> um yeah no I understand that um it's um no I, I saw some of it and but I think the like adding children to the to that dynamic Oh no! More I just mean, oh, sorry. Much. No, no, I, was, I wasn't drawing the. Where... I just mean the the kind of the 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 point of that show is that they're living in absolute squalor. Like mm-hmm. their apartment blows. It's horrible, um, but they're happy together because they're both kind of flawed in the same way characters. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a really it's actually a really funny show. Um, so they're they're on the same page, and uh, so it's kind of like happiness through um, di- uh, like having everything thrown against you. So it's almost like. You know, there's just a string of kind of melancholy behind the surface of everything being really humorous. Mm. And that's very much the early Simpsons, because that's definitely there in Homer. Like the the like the um, the Christmas episode is his desperate need to have a good Christmas. And then what I'd forgotten, too, about this is he used to be really jealous of Ned Flanders, mm-hmm. which sort of happened later in the show. Well, but Ned it, was a cool guy in the first like the first few seasons. Ned is portrayed as like someone who's like considered kind of cool, actually. I don't remember this. I, I I don't remember that from this episode. He was just the amazing neighbor. Like mm-hmm. he had the amazing uh, uh, Christmas display of the, the animatronic Santa going ho ho. Yeah, ho. yeah. Um, quite. Um, uh, yeah, he's that way. I I don't remember him being cool, but I also don't remember him not being cool. I don't really. I haven't watched the first season in a really long time because um, it's not funny it, at all. I'm trying to remember which episode I watched and I was really shocked about about Ned. Oh, it's the episode and there's like um it has like one of my best screen caps of Bad Simpsons art ever where Ned is doing the okay symbol and his neck is gone and his mustache is I think his mustache is gone. Are you, are you familiar with that like no. it's just like this one frame where the animation makes no sense and it looks like this like I don't know, almost like Picasso version of Ned Flanders. Yeah. But um so in that episode, uh, they have the party, and I wish I remembered which episode it is. It's the episode where they have a party. It starts with them having a party, and Homer gets like super drunk and hits on Maud. And actually, it's pretty much sexually harasses Maud. Um, yeah. 
So wait, is that the one where he goes back in in his memory to remember the party, and he's like this aristocrat sitting there? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very yeah, funny. yeah, uh, yeah. And in that episode, it starts. One of the early things that Flanders does is he, um, when I think one of the reasons that like Homer gets trashed is he make brings like Flanders punch or something like that, and they all get like ways. Yeah. yeah, he he brings this. He makes something pretty alcoholic. I mean, I, re- I totally, I totally in. remember the. Uh, 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 the episode. I don't remember the the subplot with with him. He was trying to get Ned drunk. No, Ned brings um brings to their party brings like I don't know Flanders Punch. I think they call it or something, and um and that's what Homer gets drunk off of. Oh, okay. But like he's shown. I don't know if hip is the right word, but definitely not. Yeah, as square and yeah, one square, note as yeah, he is now super christian yeah like because even even in the later like from one of the good seasons when they're um when he has his first and last um is it peppermint schnapps oh oh it is more animal than man yeah yeah and landers is a boring old thing yeah yeah I yeah that. yeah um yeah that's um well we're gonna have to talk about that more as the show moves on because i don't really remember this at all mostly because i didn't want to watch them again, but I'm going to watch a few episodes for next week. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how wrong I am about The Simpsons right now. You know mm-hmm. when I said, oh, the voice of Bart probably only does one voice? Yeah, I'm dumb because she does like two. But nearly... she does the bullies. <laughs> she also, yeah, well, she also does Ralph. Oh, oh yeah. It so sounds like fucking, they're like. Sounds like Bart. So totally is the same person that does Bart that I'm embarrassed I didn't think about it because I could see Nelson because he did Nelson, uh, Ralph Wiggum, Todd Flanders, uh, Kearney, and Database. Now, Nelson, I could see anybody playing that. It's not like such a. I mean, I can definitely hear it now that like mm-hmm. pointed out, but really anybody can do that voice. I'm mean, not me, but I mean, a professional voice actor or actress can do that voice. Todd, I don't remember what he sounds like. Rod and Todd. No, no, I don't know who he is. I just don't remember what he sounds like. I hope uh, you know who he is. What do we hear? The things because she doesn't do Rod, so obviously really? they have different voices. Well, it only says Todd here. The internet never lies. Yeah, exactly. Kearney and Database. Now, Database is probably the most original voice on the show, and everybody remembers all of his great lines. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hope someone got fired for that blender. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, I, as I said, I'm pretty sure it's Yardley Smith. Oh, by the way, thank you for saying that. Yardley Smith. Yardley Smith. I did not know. I just looked on the Wikipedia and it said that, and I went, ooh, I've been seeing Yardley and I thought you were just being nice and not correcting me on it, but then you said Yardley as well. So I feel like everybody does that. It's not a name I say out loud very often. Me, me, me as well. But I felt really weird because then I got to the Sims, I got to the Wikipedia page, and went, "Oh, that's totally not what I said." But I really, you made me feel a lot better because I was just waiting to be shit on. So at least it'll be mm-hmm. both of us together as co-hosts. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, you're co-host on this. I this know is, it's awesome. This I'm is so not, excited about. You should know this. this is not an Alex cast. This is this is the the Lillian Alex. Taco Bot Fun Hour. Taco Bot Fun Hour. Taco Bot, <laughs> not Taco Bot. What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> oh, so anyway, so uh, Yardley, Year D Lies Smith's characters. Let's these. Let's list off these great, memorable characters. Lisa Simpson, heard of? Maggie Simpson. Lisa Junior from Missionary Impossible. Cecil Shapiro, Angelica Button, Woman in Q, <laughs> <laughs> Widow Two. Lisa Bella, Eliza Simpson, Eliza Simpson again, Snow White, The Angel, Zia Simpson, and this is where it gets fun, Libido, Conscience, Jealousy, Honesty, 
Grandma Flanders, and <laughs> Nancy Spungen. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's something that's Nancy been bothering me. Spungen. Nancy Spungen. When the hell is that? I have no fucking idea. Let's click on Nancy Spungen. This is a really fun name. If you do like a little bit of a Dick Clark voice and say it. No, but when was she on The Simpsons? That's what I'm confused about. Like, oh. Nancy Spungen. That's... Oh, I don't know who that is. Oh, that's, um, Nancy Spungen was, um, oh, Sid oh, Vicious. Sid Nancy. Yeah, Sid oh, Nancy. I didn't recognize that as her last name. Um, apparently, Lisa uh, dresses up. Oh, no, no. Nancy Spongebob was a model student who became Sid Vicious's girlfriend after meeting him. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Simpsons Connection. Yeah, why? Why is it? Okay, it appeared in Love Springfieldian style. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, there's a, and there's just a picture of Lisa with spiky hair. And I guess Nelson played Sid? What season is that? I don't know. It doesn't say. It's There's no reference to it. Love Springs... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, uh, I forgot they said the name of the thing because I said it out loud earlier and immediately forgot. Um, oh, that's why. Because this episode is considered non-canon uh, because Homer had yet to be hit in the stomach by a cannon yet. <laughs> it's a funny joke. Fuck you. Um, 12th episode of season 19. Oh, uh, oh forget it I think we know then. why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, three tales are parodies of the life of two criminals, Bonnie Parker and Clyde Barrow, and the films Lady and the Tramp and Sid and Nancy. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, whatever. Um, here's the other idea. We're going to talk about the, the, the Thanksgiving episode in just a second. My other uh, idea for the show would be, um, would be Suicide Notes, uh, uh, formerly known as Good Vibrations. Which was from, <laughs> which was from uh, the Homer Homer Palooza episode. Uh, that episode holds up like really, really well in a weird way. That like it's going to be interesting to see in like twenty years how good of a time capsule Modern Simpsons is because they're trying so much harder to be modern than I feel like they did in the nineties. And I think maybe it's because the like I take the nineties stuff for granted because I was like I don't know seven. And that's what my reality was, and I didn't see, and that was what like set the base for the Simpsons timeline for me. Yeah. Like as far as I'm concerned, they should be in the '90s all the time. Well, the Simpsons timeline actually is set there until very recently with the Kurt Cobain episode oh, with Homer. Fuck that! No, I didn't see that one. But uh, this is okay. So this is a good thing to bring up. I believe. And I've said this about a lot of other parts of pop culture, and it sounds like I'm about to say something really dumb right here. I mean this is. The reason that The Simpsons resonated so well with so many people and continued as long as it did was the timing of the introduction of the internet. Because once everybody started to get connected and it started to chip away popular music, like, you know, becomes everything became more niche and it became far more explosive that everybody's interested in a lot more things. So the mm -hmm. idea of uh, also cable exploded somewhat at the same time, like, you know, the 200 channel cable package. Everybody had so much stuff to get interested in. It no longer was the day of... Everybody knows this one reference because, you know, 70% of the country watched that Johnny Carson last night mm -hmm. or, you know, everybody watched the finale of MASH or whatever. Like there were these cultural touchstones that were far more prevalent during the time that the people that wrote the original Simpsons were coming up. Mm -hmm. So that's why there's touchstone kind of 70s references lasted as long as it did because those 70s reference lasted to a show that was in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And they made sense because those were the last kind of touchstone moments uh, that aren't horrible for the generation that became the one on the internet mm -hmm. because everything became super fragmented. Mm -hmm. So that's why they kept the timeline as the seventies, even though Marge and Homer would be in their, you know, 70 years old at this point. But um, with uh, uh, the 
modern time capsule, I don't think anything's going to be a modern time capsule because I don't think we have broad moments of culture the way that we did kind of ending in, I probably lasted all through the 90s, maybe even into the 2000s, but that idea of country-wide Western moment kind of important things really died down. Like anything that was super big was fleeting. Like, remember how huge Lost was? Mm-hmm. Lost is like forgotten. I mean, it did turn shitty, but anything that like, I can't think of anything other than like horrible things, like 9-11, but like there's not a lot of things that are like like the ch- Cheers. Like there's that, the, the Simpsons is actually the only thing I could think of. Well, actually, it's yeah. interesting. Okay, so the, I think the more recent episodes of the Simpsons of like, let's just say quote, for the sake of a uh, shorter thing, um, bad Simpsons, um, is especially more recent bad Simpsons. And I'm saying like, let's say that last six or seven seasons um, is weirdly dated. If you watch it, if you watch it now, like, especially if you were to watch um, episodes done in the height of like their anti, the anti-Bush stuff. Yeah. Like the episode where they go, um, they get arrested for being un American essentially mm-hmm. and get sent away and all that. Like, that would seem really weird and dated right now. Yeah. And it would, should, because that was almost eight years ago. And um, so more seasons than that. But um, and there's another episode where, like, they all get into, they get a Nintendo Wii for the old folks' home. Yeah. And it's more dated than the 90s episodes. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. To me, because I guess my, but the thing is my baseline no, but that's the nineties. But I think my my argument wouldn't be like I don't think it's because your baseline's the nineties. I I think it's. I mean that may be true for you. I'm not speaking for, just for you, but I think the cultural touchstones that the writers of The Simpsons had available to them in the nineties is far more vast mm-hmm. than the Simpsons writers now. Well, now it's about more about what they what they have instead of what they didn't have. Does that make sense? Like no. if you look back at the nineties stuff, um, none of them would have. None of them have cell phones. None of them well, have. They didn't exist, yeah. Yes, they yeah. didn't. Have, suitcase, cell phones. I don't know, but yeah. um, that's like saying none of them had hover cars. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Yes, that's, yes, they also didn't have time travel because that didn't exist yet. Sure, could use those hover bikes now. Yeah. <laughs> you had your chance. So you're saying um, only trans teleports matter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, well, what I'm saying is like, and I think this maybe this is just like the case because things are just way more electronic gadgety like internet focus now um so the internet's on computers now um but so that's easier to become dated hyper global compunet yeah yes they're all if they're all holding um it's like almost any pop culture thing that comes out after cell phones have been invented or not invented but like popularity yeah became known yeah yeah once they became known i feel like almost a tv show where they all have like old nokia candy bars yeah. Is more, feels more jarring and dated to me than them not having cell phones. Yeah. I mean, th- this is true, but uh, th- I liked Gotham, which I've, I've gone on rants on the show about my love for Gotham, but um, they did a cool thing where because it's, they don't really set it in time, so they sort of have the internet, but they don't really concentrate on it, and their cell phones are purposefully vague. So it's like they're flip phones, but I think they probably could go on the internet, but they never show it. They don't have like like a like a fake and soft like mm-hmm. UI. Like it's they do it really well that it just looks like oh this is just the thing they use to communicate. So they can't place it in time. They do it really. If you've watched Gotham, you'll understand what the hell I'm talking about. If you haven't, well, I don't know why you're listening to this because I've gone off on Gotham enough times at this point. Watch the fucking show already. Well, the people. This is a standalone show. 
So a lot of people haven't seen your other thing um, or That's might true. have not listened to it. Yeah, um, no, I know. Uh, you, you bring up a good point. But <laughs> what I was thinking more is that in, even this being a standalone show, this episode's going to go on the Alex House feed because no one knows what the hell this is. Mm. And then we'll uh, – because th- we need to come up with a name so we can tell people that name. And then mm-hmm. once we figure that out, I'll make a feed for us that has nothing to do with the Alex Cast <laughs> feed. Uh, but this one I'm stealing for for my show for this week. Mm-hmm. I'll probably do it in Alex Cast this week only because we don't have anything set up. Yeah. Including a name. Mm. So um, that. But yeah, so pre, pre-cell phone, totally understand what you're going with there. Like they say, uh, um, no episode of Seinfeld would have worked in the age of cell phones because all of it is based around one person doesn't know something and we have to run around. And so, you yeah. know, it's like Vandalay and he runs inside. He'd be like, hey, dude, uh, unemployment may call. It's it just say your Vandalay Industries when you answer. That'd be really helpful. You know, it's yeah. most of the most of it will be solved. And if it and, came out now, you know, what if Jerry get iPad? Yeah, that thing. Yeah. But like um, something actually, well, they did that in um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. They sort of half did that. Uh, I didn't like really watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, what's wrong with you? Um, uh, that there's- I don't find that un- i'm uncomfortable in my life mm. all the time watching other people be uncomfortable isn't funny to me it's ah it just reminds me of ugh, what i was doing like ah, i'm so uncomfortable now and it just makes it worse like mm. i derive no humor from this that's thursday that's not something that should be on hbo <laughs> it's yeah the box office god damn it uh, um well they, they address that and um I, I find that it's actually kind of distracts me from seinfeld now because yeah. there's so many moments where like there's that one episode where all they all lose each other when they're yeah. trying to go like, and it's like man, they had us the X Files had cell phones at this time. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you have cell phones? Yeah, um, yeah. The cell phone thing changes a lot on The Simpsons. Also, uh, technology wise, this is going back to like kind of cultural touchstones. Technology was essentially the same in the early '90s as it was in 1962. Like, I mean, there's some changes, but it, as far as culturally changing, t- like TVs are roughly the same Mm -hmm. you know the phones are roughly the same like maybe there's a portable phone in the house but it's certainly not you know it's it's essentially technology like somebody from 1962 could have shown up in 1993 and been like oh well yeah shit got a little smaller and easier to use like and totally would understand how to use stuff within like 10 minutes now go to like 99 it'd be oh we're fucked (laughs) yeah well do you think you're saying that because you because i feel like on a level that's something that almost everyone probably says from the time that they were child- children to the time that they're adults. No, it's demonstrably different once computers come in on a mm-hmm. pop scale. That's what I'm saying because, like, with The Simpsons, the timing of it is exactly the timing of the popularity of computers. So yeah. somebody – like, the writers of The Simpsons, when they're writing it, most of them, if they'd use a computer, it's probably like Fortran or whatever. I mean, like, it's uh, command line computers, you know, mm-hmm. seven-inch or whatever, those giant-ass floppies to run one program to yeah. do a word processor. Um, so – so if you were somebody in 1948, the technology of 1948, you could get somebody, just pick them up off the street, somehow explain time travel, but let's ignore that. <laughs> Without them being shocked by time travel, wake up in 1996. Mm-hmm. And I think it would take them a week to get used to all the changes. I mean, not cultural changes, but I mean technology changes. I like, would if like- you do that to 2000, mm-hmm. maybe 98 is a little late, let's say 93. But inst- but that same 1962 guy to 2000, I don't know if he'd ever catch up, because since then you got the Apple comes out like you know the 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 home Apple whatever. The I thought you were talking about called. the movie, and it's like the future 1994. No one's no, seen that movie. Whatever whatever um, that <laughs> Apple uh, the first Apple was called. Um, that comes out. Personal computing happens. 
then that starts getting faster and faster, starts to become more prevalent, then the internet hits, and everything goes to the internet. Mm -hmm. So getting someone from 1962 that had never even, maybe they'd, or whatever, 40, whatever, maybe they'd heard of a computer, like in these hushed tones and they were the size of a room, to, like, even the idea of using a mouse to control a a A cursor on a screen is entire, this is not intuitive. Like, you know why they included solitaire in the original Windows machines? Mm-hmm. It was to train people on small movements for the mouse. Really? Yeah, to move the cards around because yeah. no one knew how to use it. These were essentially new because these were this weird thing. This is not – this isn't intuitive. So if you drop somebody there – like why would you think – I know we're so used to it now, but try to wipe your mind of computers. Why would you think let's move that thing to move the arrow? That doesn't – that doesn't make sense in the modern world. In fact, touchscreens are more intuitive than this, but touchscreens are more modern, you know? Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think that, yeah, the, the jarring cultural change happens in, you know, like the mid to late 90s mm-hmm. because of computers, cell phones, etc. So I think the cultural touchstones were the same for a lot longer until then. And then that's what you're talking about where kids of this generation would say, well, you can get anybody from the computer generation and pop them in now and they get used to it. I think that's true, but that only gets you back to like, 96 is probably about recognizable internet mm-hmm. like around there so that what's that 20 years ago yeah well if you go to 93 you can go almost like 60 70 years ago of essentially the same technology i'm trying to think yeah. okay no it was probably around i remember my grandfather had um uh, a computer with prodigy internet on it and the very first thing i remember doing on the internet was going on a Jonathan Taylor Thomas message board Ooh, and being JTT. like, I know, but I was like, but I was an asshole. And I was like, you know what? JTC sucks. <laughs> like, uh, you people, yeah. what's wrong with you people? You're never going to meet G- JTT. He's not J-T-T-T. even that. JTT. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, troll. Yeah, it was a JTTT. But um, there's probably too many T's in that sentence. I don't even know. But um, Well, Jonathan has a T in it. <laughs> sure. But uh, yeah, out of the JTTTTTT message yeah. board. and We call them breasts on the show. <laughs> and um, I I did that and I and I remember thinking, feeling so like good about myself because I couldn't say that to the kids I went to school with because I would have been an asshole. Because I remember thinking like, what the hell? I did not understand when I was at, when I was like in fifth grade and people started reading like Tiger Beat yeah. and being and fawning over that. And I was like, you're not going to meet Devin Sawa. You're going to be lucky if you get to shout his name at him in a mall. Who? Like uh, someone who was from that era of oh, right. Tiger Beat. I remember JTT. Things. I just, yeah. That, that person's name sounds like Devin Daniel Sawa. Mm. Not, yeah. And Andrew Keegan, who I thought was the cutest one, honestly. But, uh, and, uh, and JTT. And there were probably others. But I just like never understood the point of wasting so much energy on something unattainable, on something that like wasn't going to ever happen. Like I had that sense of defeatism, I guess, when it came to that kind of thing. And I just didn't understand mm. it. So I went on the internet and I complained about it. And that was probably around 1995. And that's where the t- this tangent was going. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, I know when I got early internet in 93. 90- 394 and i was super not super early but super early for my social group um i didn't i think i was the only one i knew maybe i had one friend with some kind of other dial-up thing so that's why i can place that pretty well but that's like i was like early adopter so i think like you know you go to like 92 and it's you're it's pretty goddamn rare to the point that's not even culturally significant Mm -hmm. so 92 goes to as far back as you want to go like even tiger beat give me that reverend tiger beat that's 
I, I, if it's around now, I'm shocked. But like that's some like 70s, 60s shit, maybe even 50s. That's like, mm-hmm. you know, top of the pops or whatever the American version of that was called. I don't know why that just happened where I knew the English, like British form <laughs> of a popular band thing. That was really weird. Like I'm not, I was raised in New Jersey. Why did I just know the name of the British one? We're, oh, um, why did for, that just happen? And for people who don't know. Am Alex, I okay? Like, I don't know. Oh. Did you get it? I think I'm. Yes, I have a stroke. JK, dog, I didn't have a stroke. Oh, so Alex and I went to high school not together, but like five years apart from each other at the same high can school. We just say I think it's together, fascinating. But what? can we just say together? Because Together? I know, it's expo- an awkward thing to say. This I always explanation say that. takes too long. Not too long, but it doesn't really help. Let's just say together because we knew the same people. Yeah. Might as- you might as well have been a freshman when I was a senior because... It was what well, it's a year off, so it's not that big of a deal, mm. and it's not like I was going to associate with you in school anyway. Mm. So let's just go with let's just start lying. I mean, other than you find people that are listening to episode one of Lily and Alex's fantastic Simsonic adventure hunt, um, that th- we went to high school together. Yes, yeah, that happened in in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. You know, people at home, you're missing out my great gesticulations with one hand. I gesticulate a lot with my left hand. I always forget about it. this. It's like, and you're also missing out on how much I'm tiny. I'm doing these little tiny nods. That, oh, that you are. Yeah. So uh, the, the people listening at home, I'm I am doing very tiny nods like a pro right now, and just not being appreciated in the way that I want it to be. Oh, I didn't even notice you were doing tiny nods. <laughs> See? I, I can't even tell if you're kidding. See, no, I, I am kidding. Oh, okay. Because uh, <laughs> I noticed your, your your mouth is all over the place with the mic, and I was like, oh, oh I gotta adjust things. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. I just want to be mean. Um, Thanksgiving is coming up soon. We give thanks to. Uh, uh, the white men for finally getting around to colonizing this fucking place. Mm. Finally, the, the culturalizing force that is the fucking weird Nazi fucking Puritan assholes showed up and uh, said, hey, England, you're not persecuting religion enough. We want to persecute religion on a whole new fucking continent. They show up here and, and they celebrate Thanksgiving and they say, thank you. Thank you. You are, your, your gift of maize and cornucopia and pumpkin has, has helped us survive this long winter. Here, have <laughs> some blankets. Doomed us to extinction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which, by the way. Like, or genocide. But yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like, obviously I'm very kidding, uh, painting uh, native, uh, whatever, indigenous people, whatever the proper terminology is nowadays. Um, indigenous. But yeah. Is that the proper term? Okay. Because mm-hmm. frankly, when I was a kid, that was actually an insulting term. Indigenous was uh, a, a rather... Uh, Things evolve, but yeah. Well, no, no, it's not evolved. It's going backwards. Like it just literally was. That was a rather insulting term. It's, it's. It'd be like going back. Uh, well, I don't. Uh, yeah, I know. It'd be like it would be like starting to use Eskimo again, where it's like mm. it's not immediately insulting, but it's like no, we kind of we already decided that one wasn't the word we're going to use. Well, it's like the you know the people who have those words are the people going to make that choice. Yeah, and well, yeah. What I've heard from indigenous people is that that's the preferred term. But um, you know, it's weird. No, I, let me just change this. I've heard quite the opposite, that Indian is the one that they liked, and it's been fucking stupid, infringing white people that made it all complicated. Yeah, but yeah. either way, I'm not an authority on it, so I can't really, it's not my, it's not my place to talk about yeah, it. But, but like, you're not an authority on The Simpsons either, we're doing a <laughs> podcast about it. You don't have to be afraid, just because it's, it's a, it's a different cultural group of people. We are allowed not, to have opinions. Uh, it's not about that, but, um. Yeah, it is. We were allowed to have opinions. Yeah. It happens. And my opinion is based on, I just asked the dude once, because he was part of a tribe, and and I was like, hey, what's the word? And he said that his people were like, no, Indian was fine. Like, yeah, we totally hated it, but you kind of get used to that shit. And, I mean, I'm very much paraphrasing, but it mm. became one of those, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just what it is. You know, it's, mm. it's kind of stupid. But anyway, Thanksgiving, murder, horror, for some reason, hey, let's make it a fucking festival in America because 
we have really short history brains and it's disgusting. I taught the kids at my preschool um, at my preschool class like because I had to work when I was sick and I was I, I was just out of fucks that day and we were reading this book about explorers and um, we got on the Columbus page. Yeah. And we got to Columbus and I just went, that guy, that's a bad guy. That guy right there, he's a bad guy. And he used to cut off he used to cut off people's hands if they didn't have enough gold for him and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I went into all of that and the kids were like shocked because very rarely, if ever, do we just straight up say like, that person is a bad person. That person was a bad yeah. person. And um, and I was just like, no, straight up bad guy. Um, but where do you draw the line though? Just for, not, not, I mean, obviously he's a bad guy. There's no defending that dude. But they all were. Like, I mean, shouldn't you say that? with every explorer like every one of them were scumbag fucking awful humans maybe yeah. there was a few that were kind of nice guys but for the most part the story of white people showing up here or sort of white people uh was bad hey, news yeah like let's chop things off and rape and pillage and give like he i don't even think he was like a really like the worst example of that kind of like horror columbus yeah. was really bad um I mean, he, he wasn't like he was but he only showed up on like one island with like or two islands with like a very small population oh yeah and the conquistadors yeah. Uh, there's a chain of islands but the conquistadors were well no no but not with columbus he was just in the islands down there like he didn't yeah, yeah. make it mainland yeah no conquistadors uh i think a different country and oh yeah they're fucking like the grossest thing that's ever been gross like Horrors upon horrors. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, I was yeah. talking to my kids about that, and this one yeah. little girl was like, got quiet for a second, and then she was like, "We should call Columbus a doo doo head." And I and was she, like, "That's right, he is a doo doo head." She makes a fine point. Yeah, no, I was just curious, like where the uh, like um, the guy that came after Mirago Vespucci, who theoretically our country was named after, though historians think that's not true. Um, I, he was a prick too. Like, do you do you preface? I'm not trying to like go. You call everybody a prick. I'm just curious if what the rubric of prickitude when you're teaching kids like which ones are important to know that they're like it's important to know that columbus was a violent piece of garbage like mm -hmm. totally agree with that like that definitely like teach the controversy that definitely should be taught like oh no yeah, yeah. we teach it and like even the parrots are pretty on board with that because but what like, about the yeah. like is it just like you pick out the ones that are like the ones that i the ones that i know more about okay so it's just no that's what i mean it's, it's like about a, personal it's a personal really. there's not yeah. like a because i mean I've, in in our lifetime it's turned from columbus being uh, Mr. Found the Country Man, hey, he's a good guy too. You disgusting pile of garbage. Yeah. Uh, I was just curious whether there's other ones that get lumped in with him now because it's like, well, now that we know that he's a disgusting pile of garbage, we probably should talk about all those other disgusting pile of garbages mm -hmm. that showed up a while ago. Well, we read, like, I remember this one book. Well, I remember in first grade, I got called out. Um, when we were first learning about Columbus, uh, I had, I know you went to a different elementary school than I did, but, um, I was really, really confused because I was like, all right, how do you discover a country that already has people living on it? That does not make any sense to me. I do not understand that. Yeah. And um, they, like, kind of refused to answer that question or, like, they couldn't answer it well enough yeah. for me. Like, it, it just confused me. Yeah. When I went to Bible school when I was a kid, um, like the after school one, CCD, uh, I remember asking about um, – um, that, you know, babies are born with original sin, so if they die before they're blessed, they go to hell forever. And they went, hey, look over there. There's something to look at. You know, like, there was, just, there was no fucking answer. And it was like, oh, wow, this is... I mean, at oh. the time, I didn't, like, put it together, like, oh, wow, this is a complete farce. But, you know, it was one of those things that stuck out of my memory of, like, they totally didn't answer that. Well, what if you put a human brain in a robot body? Yeah. Would the brain go to <laughs> the brain go to hell? Yeah, so, so yeah. Thanksgiving is disgusting, horrific. Uh, well, the holiday is fine. But uh, the, the celebration of a disgusting, horrific genocide, just horrors upon horrors. And uh, what better way to honor the indigenous first, first nation? That's what I was trying to think of. First nation folk than to 
have an episode of The Simpsons on it and mm-hmm. uh, uh, reference the cornucopia. What happened in the... Th- I'm going to tell you what happened in the Thanksgiving episode because I don't remember. You referenced Lisa's table setting. Yeah, the centerpiece. Which I remember now that you said it. I wouldn't have remembered. And I think Bart ruined it and it was like a Bart and Lisa make like that bonding episode. Is that is that what a little happened? bit? I mean, it's okay. I don't cause... remember it all, so now you're gonna have to tell me. I you were much better <laughs> knowledgeable on the on the Christmas episode than I was Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, in this episode, um, it goes back to what you were saying earlier. They behave way more like children, yeah, um, than they did in the uh, in the other episodes. Yeah, like in later episodes, like and then later episodes, the adults behave like children. I just blew your mind. <laughs> and sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah, so like they um. They, what do they do? Oh, they act like children. And I love this part because it starts with, and I wish there had more of this because it was probably, it probably would have gotten old, but they kind of stopped doing it. Where like Bart is just complaining really, really loud that like he wants the glue and he only wants the glue because Lisa has it. Oh, yeah. And, and my, I see that in my kids all the time. And I have to be like, did you really want that doll? Oh, or do you just want to hold it? I forgot. Just had to cut in for the moment of that. You bring up the exact thing I wanted to say and totally forgot. Ow, quit it. Ow, quit it. Yeah. Uh, it was from that episode. It was from the first Simpsons episode. Yeah, totally yeah, yeah. That. But that's, a, that's that same little kid thing that you're talking about. Like, he only wants the glue because yeah. Lisa has it. And it, this is just the, she's only poking him because, you know, he's saying, ow, quit it. You know, yeah, it's like, and she says. Just some, to be irritating. Yeah. yeah, she says, this is purely, ter-. she says something to, her, to Homer that's something like, this is just purely territorial. And then eventually he goes like, I'll show you. And, he, and Bart's like, no, it isn't. And, he ha- and she goes, I'll show you. And he hands him the glue. And he's like, I don't want your stupid glue. Yeah. <laughs> and that news on. And um, I was surprised in this episode how selfish Bart is. Yeah, that and, was that was an early early theme with Bart, if I remember correctly, that he was he was more of a selfish because he was the brat like back then, you know. Yeah, and because uh, it, it went beyond like I feel like later seasons, it's like Bart has poor impulse control. Yeah. Bart has like um, well, also probably has like ADHD. And what all that, that I was about to say is those early episodes were before they invented ADHD, or at least not invented, but became of as common of a diagnosis as like when that show, like when his character got developed. I don't think they, I mean, maybe you'd have, I don't think you maybe have one at a school. Like, I mean, I don't even know if Ritalin was around back then. Like, Ritalin was around. Um, well, okay. This is like going back to 1989. Um, when I was in, I, cause I was diagnosed with ADHD in, I think, kindergarten. Yeah. Um, pretty much as soon as I hit mainstream school, they were like, hey, oh, look at this. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't as, it wasn't as common back then as more I was going with it. Oh, yeah. Like no. that. And they wanted to medicate me too when my parents would do it. And, yeah. um, so, yeah, you know, Ritalin, I think, was around uh, around then, but I just more mean, like, it wasn't like everybody knew the term Ritalin mm-hmm. and knew ADHD, or I guess it was ADD back then. Yeah. Um, People, you know, it wasn't as common a phrase. Sorry, I totally hijacked that. I just, just was one of those things of, like, oh, it's interesting, because when the character's written, that wasn't part of, the, like, the zeitgeist of this term, like, ADHD, ADD, and knowing the medication names wasn't a common thing. You know? Yeah, well, the early Sims episodes, I feel like everyone's... Sadder and meaner. Mm. Um, and I like the sadness. I kind of wish that it was still there. Um, it's just like, and uh, this is an episode I really want to talk about specifically, but not today. Um, like one of my favorite early ones is like the streetcar named Marge, which, which we've talked about yeah. separately from that. This, um, because there's just like this deep melancholy, melancholy like sadness to 
March. No, Billy that. Corgan was in the different episode. Yeah. <laughs> See, if you're from the 90s, you would know that's a reference to an album by the Smashing Pumpkins. Awesome. He's got a drive through humidor. Yeah. <laughs> um, Someone ordered Cypress Hill, possibly while high. Or no, no, this, this, the London Symphony. Cypress Hill, I'm looking in your direction. Sorry, no. I like butchered that. But um, It is okay. It's many seasons later. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Mean yeah, I was. Bart, uh, yeah, no. Bart was mean. Sorry, yeah, I was like kind of shocked at how mean Bart was because yeah. it ends with like Lee and it ends with, and and I think oh this is an interesting I feel like the dichotomy of the Simpsons men and the Simpsons women oh um the dichotomy of the Simpsons men and the Simpsons women is so clear like um how so not questioning uh, questioning in that I don't I don't know what you're referencing oh what do you like mean? Yeah. I, like um Marge and Lisa are both like coping oh lisa has a really great line in the, in the halloween and the, the in the thanksgiving episode actually about how her biggest crime was failing to take his abuse oh that's good. No. something like that yeah, and yeah. that's that's how lisa and marge are set up oh is it okay that they, they see that that they're kind of conscious of it marge is in like denial of it to the point where she goes to jail for god's sakes <laughs> like because she's you know the, the episode where she steals the booze she steals like bourbon or something and uh yeah, marge, was... be, marge be not proud which i think is, is that, second isn't season that... oh that's second season or first oh, okay. season yeah, possibly yeah. but like anyway they internalize it to this point oh that's not it's... the one i'm thinking of sorry i start i was thinking of uh crusty's medicinal morphine or whatever where she doesn't she get caught for shoplifting? Yeah, but that's like a lot of seasons later. She gets she gets put in prison early on. I totally don't. remember I'm pretty this. sure that's like the second season, possibly third season. See, I feel like chewable morphine wasn't a joke they would do in, until like season like five. She's Maybe. not taking the chewable. No, morphine. no, no. But that's the joke. Is Bart says Flintstones chewable morphine, and that's running through her head when she fucks up and puts the the, oh. the thing in her pocket. I feel. I mean, I could wait. I'll just, just look, look it up. up. Sorry. Um, yeah, keep going. I just one of those things. Where like that doesn't feel like that would be a thing. Like that early on, like their big joke was like, "Don't have a cow, man." I don't think ah, you're chewing opiates is a punchline for that season. <laughs> oh no, what? I mean, it got it got pretty dark in the early seasons. Yeah, um, I mean, I think my problem is I just haven't uh, seen season one and two recently because, again, not funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should I should uh, fix there's that. Some, there's some decent moments in it. I mean, I think three is my favorite season. Like Barnon, three is where I start. That's like. I think four is my favorite, but three is so strong. Like it's right there is really where it starts going like, oh my God, that's like the, the, this hitting the ground running. Holy fuck. This is good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it has the sadness that the first two seasons have and like the bleakness. Um, but there's so much focus on how Lisa has to put up with Bart's like, Lisa has to make up for for Bart's shortcomings as much as Marge has to make up for Homer's, and I like that dichotomy. I think it's like a very there's like kind of um, oh I see okay yeah yeah that does make a lot of sense yeah yeah there's almost like a, there's like a, a a feminist thing to it almost like yeah. where I think early Marge is like a really good example I think of an early feminist um, TV character not because of what she says or does as much as what she tolerates. And how she internalizes it. And I think it's like this really great example of um, how women feel obligated to um, like kind of acquiesce to people who are like not supportive of them. Yeah. And to caretake 
because Lisa has to like whenever Lisa complains, that's like what Marge kind of reacts to her is that yeah. like, oh, you can be nice and you can smile and you can do this, even though Marge knows that it's not really working for her. She doesn't want to believe that it's not working for her. Yeah, I, I just I'm, I think I'm missing the feminist part of that. I mean, that just sounds like like broken housewife um, robot kind of thing. I, I don't. I, I think, I think I'm missing I, the I consider it, uh, well. I consider yeah. it feminist because it's. Um, I think sometimes the presentation of a bad thing and how it affects people, even if it isn't resolved or outwardly complained about, the implication of um, the damage done to Marge by having to be. Or by that's not by being a housewife and a homemaker. It's about the the lack of support she has, and that struggle. I think is is feminist. It's not a de- feminist depiction in the fact that it's like rah rah equal stuff. That's like more of a Lisa thing. Yeah, but it's feminist, and um, and I also oh that's I mean I guess I see point. what you're going with, but it, it, I I wonder yeah. if one of the reasons that Lisa had so many like and on her centerpiece she has all of her feminist heroes. I wonder if part of that is because she doesn't necessarily see Marge. She seeks out powerful female figures. Well, yeah, because I, I because of how I, Marge is. I think yeah, I think Marge is more the reference to that kind of uh, su- not subjugated because Homer's not like bad to her but uh he's pretty bad see I, maybe i'm just misremembering i i feel like they in those early seasons it's just i think i i seem to remember him just being like the really nice i go to work every day husband like i don't i don't remember him like demeaning her at all i don't i like i mean i'm not saying this is true i it just my memory of it is that it, he's just totally like he's almost as given up as her where it's like oh i just gotta go home and watch tv and drink beer and you know i work every day in this shitty job you know? yeah well i think it's the emo- well i think there's like a, it's more of an emotional neglect that every every um every nice thing that he does for her essentially has to be like really really like shoved in his face to do it and he's not supportive and he doesn't really support her emotionally or yeah yeah i guess i can see that yeah i just i I suppose it's just coming from the era of sitcom tv that i'm used to uh or not used to now but previous to the simpsons and not like they're like the 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 one that did this but a lot of the tropes at least you know were either and it actually it's still true to this day but a lot of tropes is either the demeaned housewife or um, the demeaned husband that thinks he's in charge, but really the lady's in charge, which is mm. which is the joke on the honeymooners. That's why the bang zoomed to the moon. The whole point is that Alice runs that house. Like, yeah. the entire point is he would never lay a hand on her because he is a, the doting husband that just works every day in the shitty job to like, you know, the, the entire point is that she goes, yes, Ra- I'll let you do that. And it just becomes this like fun mm. thing of the power dynamic of like, he's supposed to be the big man that's in charge. And the, it's so obvious that she is the one in charge. He knows that she knows it. And it becomes this kind of, that's where a lot of the dramatic tension is from. So it's either that or the, or the kind of um, shitty husband thing. And I guess growing up, I was so used to the shitty husband thing that Homer's just like, Oh, he's just some idiot. Uh, you know, he wasn't as dumb back then, but he's just, some schlub that he's meaner. Uh, he was meaner then. See, I don't remember. I remember him being mean to the kids or Bart. I don't remember him ever being mean to March. And again, not to say that I'm saying he wasn't. I just, I don't recall there ever being a, it's more what he doesn't do. That's mean. Like 
he doesn't really do anything for I think I'm going to have to just rewatch it because yeah. because here's the thing is also um you can't say the things he doesn't do because it's a cartoon so unless the plot is based around him not doing it which if there was a plot around that you're 100% right but you can't say oh well, he doesn't do this because it's it's a it's a cartoon so unless the point unless they make a point of he doesn't do this mm. in the show it, it, I think it has to be assumed that not that he does it, but like you know, you can't you can't make the assumption that because it's not seen, it's not there. Unless mm-hmm. there's a plot point, which they may very well be, because I haven't seen this in a really long time. So you could be one hundred percent correct, and I don't know what the fuck I'm saying right now. <laughs> but I seem to remember like, um, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a note right now for next week. Um, ne- next week, next show. Let's watch the episode where they go to the Monroe thing where they electrocute each other. Because okay. I feel like that would be the episode that we'd find really insight into family dynamic, and I could learn more about this. Because my memory, either my memory, not to say my memories, I'm re- I'm remembering this in a different way than you. So maybe we watch that episode because uh, it's very possible that I totally just forgot this. But I, I, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. And I would like to watch that episode, like, and have a focus on the lens of um, how the Simpsons interplays with their family connections. Like I don't know. Do you did you, did your family watch The Simpsons together? Uh, my family didn't do anything together. Oh, okay. uh, we 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 um, are not a functional. Uh, what, like the, maybe that's again why uh, Homer seemed a lot nicer because coming from my family, uh, this is just a nice man uh, that's just like kind of had given up in life instead of uh, the screaming violent pile of garbage. And I mean that as an actual insult uh, that that uh, that my father uh, is and was. Uh, so yes, the Simpsons. Maybe this is the answer. So the Simpsons is like, oh wow, what a nice family. This is wonderful <laughs> in comparison to the fucking terrors that I grew. I shouldn't say terrors. That's bullshit. That's me being a bit wussy. But mm-hmm. though I think maybe part of it too now is like when I rewatch it and especially watch early Marge stuff because like I am so. I think Marge is like one of my favorite characters, honestly, in season three. Um. Yeah, season three by then, I'm more referring to, like, the early... Because I think Marge is very different by season three than she was in one and two. Well, she's just more... She's 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 more bitter, I think, I would say. Well, I, I would just think she's like, she's actually has a, a character. I mean, mm-hmm. the first season is... I mean, it's just... I'm, I'm the mom in the house. Like, it's not like... Maybe I'm missing... But I feel like she's just the... She's written as Housewife Goes Here in season one. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, I, like, I again, I could be misremembered, but I feel like there wasn't any, like, really good Marge momentum until, like, three. Oh, by the way, season, f- it was se- episode 23 of season four, uh, the thing that we were looking at before, uh, the Marge and Chains, where she still oh, okay. So, uh, it's the end of season four, which, which, it, that's, would make more sense with the morphine joke. You know? Yeah. I found that by typing in Flintstones tube or morphine, and I found a Wikipedia of fictional drugs, which was, <laughs> which was fun. So I'm going to rewatch that. So for, for, we're not going to okay, – so for next week, we, we have one episode to watch at least. It's the Monroe Electrotherapy episode, which I believe is the first season. What happens at the end of Thanksgiving episode? All right, so what's the main plot? Is, is The main plot is the Bart destroys her cornucopia? Yeah, and as a and – Am I saying that word right? Sorry, I'm just going to interrupt Well, it's, a, it's the – no, they but, call the centerpiece cornucopia. Cornucopia. Okay, cornucopia. but I'm saying I'm not saying it all fucked up and weird. Cornucopia. Right? I don't know. No, no, but I mean, you didn't go. Why the hell is he saying it like that? That seems like, like that seems like I can't a, think about it too much. Otherwise, uh, it won't make sense. Well, to my pro- I never. I don't say a lot of words out loud, and I have like no one likes me. How do you so say A P R I C O T? A P R I C O T. Just like that. 
Oh, you mean how do I read it? Uh, yeah, Dad. <laughs> well, it's, it's either uh, apricot or apricot. I said apricot at work the other day, and um, all the kids just looked at me with horror as if I, like, I don't know, as if I had said a completely different word, and they were like, why did you say that? And I'm like, that's how you say it. How do you say it? I think you I say said, with the you say with the long a you say apricot apricot I think I said I, whatever whatever they don't say in Oregon that's what I did and um because all the kids were s- extremely confused and looked at me like I had three heads and then mocked me mercilessly about it um I, I'll tell you the truth I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that word in, in Oregon I and it's so much to say I don't think I've ever said that word in Oregon let me let me put myself in the uh you know of of the various kind of fruits that have a pit at center I think my favorite is probably the peach or the apricot I say apricot. It's funny because now I can't even remember which one I was saying, how I was saying it wrong, if it was the long A or the short A. But then I, I mentioned my coworker who's from New York, and I was like, dude, how do you say this word? I Boilage. spelled it to her. And, yeah, and she was in the same way. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um, uh, so after that, they tussle over the centerpiece, okay. and um, Bart, like, they, it falls out of their hands. Also, they tussle over the centerpiece. Like, and none of the the adults stand there doing nothing. Yeah. Which, as someone who breaks up fights between small humans, like, ten times a day, I was just like, what the fuck? Again, I think that's a product of people that were raised in the 50s and 60s writing it, because they that was what he did. He was like, yeah, the kids are going to fight. I mean, they won't let them fight on a table with Thanksgiving dinner, but, gener- like, at least my generation was my parents. Oh, yeah, was we like, were, yeah, just let them fight, whatever. We were one of the last yeah. f- f- fuck it generations, I think. Yeah, but, yeah. like, um... <laughs> wait, uh, so that happens, and then Bart, they want Bart to apologize to Lisa. Okay. And they all talk about how they ruined Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, um, Marge's mom is really funny in that episode, actually. Because she's yeah. like, she's like, I have laryngitis, and I just want to say, I don't want to be here. And then oh, something right. like, yeah. I wish I never came. And she just says, like, these horrifically negative things. Marge's mom was hilarious. I wish she was in the show more. Like, the, yeah. yeah, those random, yeah, she just shows up and says something really, really just either sardonic or dark. And, yeah, she's, she was great. Oh, yeah. in this new season, they talk about her dad. Oh, really? Yeah. Marge's dad died of lung cancer. And then, like, the Patty and Smelma, Selma tried to quit smoking and yada, yeah. yada. But anyway, um, so that, and then Bart refuses and then tries to, like, and then ends up donating blood. Which I thought was funny because it was it's done off screen. Like they show him walking into the blood bank and they didn't yeah. want to bother draw the inside of the blood bank for the plasma yeah. center. And um then he goes to a homeless shelter. Oh, and... I'm remembering this now. Yeah. Yeah. It's in like the seedy part of Springfield. That's kind of the early first kind of joke of like he walks down one street and then he's in like the dregs. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, Oh, the other side of the tracks. Because it's directly across from um Mr. Burns' neighborhood because he wants she tries to steal a pie. Oh, that's and I think right. it might holy be one shit. of the first uses of release the hounds. Yeah, holy fuck! Wow, yeah, that's right. Yeah. See, I love this about the Simpsons. When you're with Simpsons nerds, yeah. it's like you can describe an episode, and it just like all it falls into place. Yeah, yeah, I totally forgot about all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and then but then at the end, like Lisa is the one who has to expend the emotional energy to like tell Bart that he was being shitty, yeah, and that he should feel bad. And he has to struggle to do it. Yeah. Like. Well, yeah. And it, that's actually a good point about the kind of male-female dynamic you said before. It's like, yeah, Bart is very much a product of Homer's uh, generation of parenting. Like, anytime they bring up Grandpa Simpson, he's just this old-school, fetch-me-a-switch kind of parent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Homer's like the kind of softened-down version of it. But still, you know, emotionally unavailable. You know, uh, you know you're not going to hear him say, I love you. You know, that kind of 
old mm-hmm. school dad thing. And yeah, you can almost see that in Bart as kind of that brat version of that. You know, he needs to be, it needs to be pointed out to him when like, oh, emotions happen. Oh, yeah. Fair point. Yeah. yeah and Lee, uh, and Marge is a martyr, martyr caretaker. And, um, she does a lot of like, uh, caretaking behaviors, which apparently that's a phrase my therapist taught me, um, which is like when you take care of someone, uh, to at the point where it's damaging yourself yeah and that focus is just so much more important to you but um so like i thought it was interesting that at the way end of it it's still lisa's still expected to hold bart's hand through that yeah and he comes to like the realization like kind of himself but and it's because he doesn't have the emotional literacy for it yeah and he tries sort of at the end and then you're supposed to kind of applaud him for it, which it's like, no, you're a jerk. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see it that way. I mean, it's also, you know, it's, he's, he's a product of his, of his household and, you mm-hmm. know, the, the household exists of, you know, this, this unavailable father that's not teaching him any kind of emotional lessons. I mean, what's his, what's his, what's his male father figure, you know, what's his father figure, you know, to have, you know, oh, can we, watch, we should watch that episode. Um, we should watch the episode where Lisa and Marge, um, Lisa's depressed. So that's one of my favorite Simpsons episode, like one of my favorite Simpsons lines ever. And if I ever see it on my Tumblr, it's like I immediately go for it. But um, Lisa is depressed. What's what's the? I forgot the name of the episode. I think is it Mona? Not Mona and Lisa. Um, but it's Lisa's depressed, and there's that really really great part where like. Marge is in the car, and in the, in the beginning, she's just like, "Now show me that smile." Remember, like, oh, and I then remember this. Uh. like one of the last lines is like, "Oh yeah, moaning want- Lisa." Uh. Oh, was it moaning Lisa? Where it's where she says, "You want to be sad, be sad, and we'll be like, and we'll be here, and when you want to be happy, we'll be right here for you." Something like I'm butchering the line, but it's oh beautiful. yeah, okay, yeah, that's the introduction of uh, Bleeding Against Murphy. Yeah. yeah, is it that episode? Oh, uh, I think so. Yes, because then that's how. Um, well, that happens. Yes, because because Homer tries to attempts to discover the cause of Lisa's sadness. Is that uh, the epi- that's not the episode where she gets? Bart tells Lisa to take a hot bath, and Homer tells Bart to vacuum the floor. Um, uh, oh uh, yeah, this is probably it because uh, Marge dreams about her childhood. In her dream, Marge is a sad little girl. Uh, whatever. This is probably it. It's not the one where she wants to be an astronaut. We'll all live in cities on the moon. I don't know. It's there's a lot of words here for me to read. And I was wrong is, about that. The point is we're going to watch this on one. The moon. All okay. Right. So for next next episode, this is a, this is for Lillian and the audience. We have two episodes to watch from season one. Uh, we oh wait no we have to find the name of the one. So one is uh, moaning Lisa. Mm-hmm. Uh, season one episode, uh, not listed. Uh, episode six. And uh, we're also going to watch the um, Monroe Electrocution one, uh, which we need to find out what episode that is. And a thing I want to really touch on tomorrow, um, next time is the uh, is how like kind of Simpsons fandom stuff interplays in relationships. Because I know, like, with my sister and I, we quote The Simpsons to each other. Like, I bet that would be, like, a total third of our text message conversations. 
or just like screen caps and just random lines. Cause I'll be rewatching. I'll be watching it, and I know I can just text the word Millpool to her, and like have her get it. You know. And well, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, no, and I like cellular to talk technology about that. Has, has advanced a lot. I mean, so when you text someone, you do expect them to get it. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, to talk, I would like to touch on that and touch on. Um... Oh, what was the other thing? I don't know. Ah, uh, as I said earlier, ADD. Man, I like just had that in my head too. You know, um, okay, so we got season one, episode four, season one, episode six, audience at home. What we are trying to do with this show here, the unnamed show, which actually we're going to name the show right now. Uh, this is going to be our closing thing. Um, season one, episodes four and episode six. Uh, that is going to be Moaning Lisa, which deals with Lisa and Marge's various depressive issues. And uh, there's no disgrace like Home, which is episode four, where they go to the Monroe Institute of Monroe uh, to Monroe the Monroe. Lillian uh, asks on Facebook to a group of fellow nerds to name our podcast. I'd like to, and uh, yeah, I'd like to do like a major, major... Um... Awesome points to Cool Freaks Stonecutters Lodge. Yes, Cool Freaks Stonecutters Lodge. And to all of the Cool Freaks groups because I love them so much on Facebook. And it's like, um, is this like a like a an organized thing or is it just what is Cool Freaks? Oh, Cool Freaks is really really awesome. It started off as um, I am like probably this is super butchering it, but and as far as I know, that's the the big. All right, so disclaimer, but as far anytime as anytime anybody says anything, got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it started off with this with this one Facebook group that's uh, Cool Freaks Cool Freaks Wikipedia Club. Okay, and then a bunch of groups sprung off from that, um, partially because um, something that I really really love about all of the Cool Freaks groups is that um, there's a lot of attention paid to them being uh, conscientious, safer spaces. Which I really yeah. like. So, um, but what's the? I, I, what so like, cool there's like, oh, like, oh, nothing. It's just like, because it's just, it's like the Wikipedia Club is just like cool Wikipedia articles. Okay. And um, so there's no throughput to all the different cool freaks groups. No, I okay. mean it's just like they're they're really socially conscious, which is something I like about them. Yeah. Um, and they're just all a big bunch of. SJWs, I guess, and I love that. Um, but or fellow SJWs, but um, single Jewish women. <laughs> they're just looking. They're just looking for a nice mensch to take. Them <laughs> you know, the problem is those Jewish girls. They just don't use their mouths, and you know the boys don't want that anymore. It's the modern age. What the hell is that? What? what, what? Oh, that's that was the old stereotype that uh, that Jewish people don't blow uh, men. What? Don't I, I don't I don't fucking know. It was just like a thing that happened. Like when I grew I'm, up, that was like a thing. Really? Yeah. I've never heard that before. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I was, I'm not, I don't think it's true. It's just like a thing. Like that yeah. was like a, uh, like Catholic girls always blew you a lot. And then uh, Jewish girls never went down on you. That was like a thing. Stereotype. I, I don't know. Like, it no, was, I know uh, you're not, you're not. Also back when I was a kid, black like... people didn't go down on ladies. That was like, a, that was the thing. Oh. There's a lot of weird oral sex stuff. Uh, uh, that was like a lot of stereotypes. I mean, I guess I probably still I had is, no but... idea there was a whole horrible world of oral sex stereotypes. It's terrible. I don't. Weird. I mean, I haven't heard them in a really long time. But when I was a kid, uh, I these are things that I would that I would run into rather often. 
Huh. Not run into. I mean, it's not like not like I was, you know, having roving bands of Hasidim diving on my cock. Like, I just mean, these are things I heard on the playground, you know, when you're sharing stories. Yeah, when you, know? you grew up in a town that's, like, almost entirely white. Yeah, um, so now mm-hmm. asking relaxing all cool, you know, just shooting some b-ball outside of the school. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And then a couple of SJWs. Anyway. Social so, justice yeah. Warriors. Yeah. So, um, I asked for help from Cool Freak Stonecutters Lodge for help in naming the podcast because I felt like this is the... Something best done crowdsourced. Yes. Which is something they did on the new episodes of The Simpsons. Oh, really? They talked about crowdsourcing, and it's really weird. Um, oh, there's more, I think. There's new Ooh. ones. Okay. Let so me check. We have uh, my, well, not my idea, one that uh, one of my friends came up with, with uh, uh, is uh, Die Simpsons Die, which, of course, is German for The Simpsons The, mm-hmm. uh, which nobody speaks German. <laughs> no one could be an evil man. They could be an evil man. Uh, we also had uh, uh, one from the Cool Freaks. Stonecutters Lodge uh, thread inanimate carbon pod. Who said that? Uh, I don't know. I was. I looked at it the other day, um, which I liked quite a bit. I also thought of, uh, and here it's on the list: KPVL FM, which I, I, there's got to be another one, which I thought it was fun. Um, you don't win friends with salad hour, which I thought was amusing. <laughs> the Unpossible Podcast. The most out- outstanding podcast in the field of excellence, which I thought was f- <laughs> very fun to read, but really, really difficult uh, to have as a podcast name. But uh, you had you had like an acronym, right? Oh, yeah. That if we are the inanimate co- carbon podcast, then we can be ICP. Oh, that's right. We can be ICP. Yes. And I really, really like the idea of that. Um, yeah, but- Chromecast. Would- oh, okay, so it's was the one that, uh, ref- thank you, sir, referenced Inanimate Carbon Rodcast, or just Inanimate Carbon Podcast. So, uh, uh, well done. I think that's our leader I wonder right if now. that person said that I can name their name, because I asked for permission to do that. Oh, it has the most likes. That's funny. Um, oh, am I not supposed to name people's names on this? Is that... Is that well, going? I asked for permission to do... I, I told people to, to like, a st- uh, comment if they were okay with me. Naming oh. them. Well, I'm terribly sorry, uh, person that just named that I won't repeat. Well, we just call matter. them. We just that's way too obvious. Let's just call them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I just assumed since uh, this was this was a uh, going to be a podcast name. Uh, the the idea of it being in public. I sorry, I, I did take that as an assumption. So, oh no, it's okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel uh, I feel a little bit uh, offset by that. I'm sorry, sir. I will never say. Oh uh, yeah, they they did not like mm-hmm. the status, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I will. I will. PM them or something before this goes up. Um, I'll never say name again. I'm sorry. (laughs) Really apologize. I mean, sorry. Way too obvious. Davis. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, We also have. Here, this is the list of people whose names you can say. I'll just put that. No, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna read the names of the podcast because I. But I want to name people. Okay, but if if I read one, you keep that list, and then if I read one of their names, you tell me. Man getting hit by podcast, pretty good. Podcast in the groin. Um, Millpod. I like Millpod a lot. I just if there was only if we have a mill up po- a millhouse episode. Santa's little podcast. Santos L podcast. Everything's coming up podcast. Only turkey turkeys have left wings. I actually don't even know that one. <laughs> the Max Power Simpsons Hour, which I like. Brent said Millpod. Thank you, Brent. Uh, Team Discovery Hour. Uh, Team Discovery Channel. Oh yeah, I got that. Uh, you don't make friends with podcasts. Uh, they have a plant, but we have the podcast. Uh, Lisa needs a podcast, a dental plan. Um, 
the Bart the. Everybody came up with the Bart the. Um, so you've ruined your life. Uh, the 18 Scratchy podcast. This idiot says these are amazing. You're all and truly using your whole ass. Like <laughs> okay to say your name in conjunction with your suggestion. What an asshole would say that. Uh, yeah. The Simpsons Institute. I, for one, welcome our new podcast overlords. Worker and Parasite. Oh, Worker and Parasite is really good. I know, right? That is really good. Oh man, I, I'm, I. Oh. Really, are you flipping your vote? I no, no, I'm not flipping my vote, but like, I didn't see that before. Fucking Worker and Parasite is so obscure. <laughs> is, oh, I don't know, man. No, I love that. Oh, I don't know. Okay, what are what are what are the choices right now? What are the ones that we're in love with? So we got uh, the podcast, the mm-hmm. that's the, and that's the one that can be no, that's the what's the one that's I I I I insane clown posse. Oh, and not a bit. carbon broadcast. Okay, and then met carbon. I would broadcast or inhabiting carbon rod or some variant thereof. Yeah, worker and parasite. The worker and yeah, I should take that off the list now. I, I, I stopped being in love with Worker and Parasite once I tried to get the word podcast anywhere around there, and it's really awkward to say. Worker and Parasite, Parasite. Podcast. No, no, but I mean, just even saying Worker and Parasite Podcast is kind of irksome to say right there. Like, it's already irritating. <laughs> but I love Worker and Parasite. Like, that's a, a lady that I'm not going to say her name unless I'm allowed to. Well done. I think you're a, a wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, no, she's not on the list. Okay, so we're not going to say her name. Uh, what about the guy that has said his name like 15 times? He's not on the list either. Okay, well, he's just going to get away with so it. So I'm going to have to say yeah. that. But I'm just going to thank everybody who's on the list. Um, so that's Marilyn Misandry and Kale, Kale M, Patrick P, David H, uh, Leah S, Joe W, Mark L, Tim B, Wen B, Tim S, Jamie A, Brent M P, <laughs> uh, Chris, uh, Christian F, Evan D, Matthew G, Ma- um, Max B, and James R H. So thank, thank you. you, people who I um, got permission to name. I very much appreciate um, that. And, thanks uh, a lot. Please and thank you so much again uh, for not saying <laughs> again. I really appreciate that. <laughs> um, here's the thing, Lily. I, I like you need to ask this guy because uh, you bring up a good point, but. I, I'm actually at this point hoping he says no, so I have to put blanks over all the time as I said it, because I think that's going to be really Can you fucking... beep it? Oh, yeah, totally can. Well, it doesn't go out live, so I can just... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just throw beeps over it. Um, they usually don't do cartoons live. It's a terrible strain on the animator's <laughs> wrists. <laughs> well, hey, that's, that's, that's from a cartoon, right? I think I've heard that somewhere before. All right, so I believe that our choices are the podcast, the, the inanimate carbon rodcaster and the inanimate carbon podcast, you know, something along those lines, or Billy and the Clonosaurus. <laughs> Billy and the Potosaurus. Yeah. Um, I actually literally wrote down Billy and the Clonosaurus on the newspaper because it popped in my head before and I was trying to think about dumb Simpsons things and I was like, I don't know why, but I didn't even know how to put it in there. I just, I just want, I just literally, I wrote down that and, um, and, and, uh, pile of garbage. Uh, <laughs> when we walk upstairs uh i'm gonna show you you're gonna the, show you the pile of garbage that like. you thought was me well i think just any human like i think you're gonna know like why because it, it's just the most vague like oh there's a thing there that's a different color of black whilst looking out the window and mm-hmm. you're like oh that totally i know be. this is like yeah. one of the few days i'm not wearing all black too which is funny you're not well the skirt. The oh skirt. yes your skirt is yeah. it's definitely not black that's like uh that's some kind of uh some kind of like uh really dark gray it's not gray. It's, it's like, like really dark, or like almost black gray with what? no design in it. 
No, you're lying. Yeah, I know. Lying. It's a podcast. I can do whatever uh, yeah, I want. I know. It's not yeah. fair. See, well, you know what? It, Alex it, is wearing a clown suit. And um, yeah, also, he's wearing a shirt that says, I'm a, I'm a big, I don't know, snodgrass or something. I don't yeah. even know where the word snodgrass came from. I think it's a Harry Potter thing. No. Um, snodgrass is uh, it's not a Harry Potter thing, but I don't know what it is. Snodgrass is a thing. I Susan think... Snodgrass is a character in Harry Potter. No, I don't think she is. Yeah. Doodoo head. That's what your shirt says. I'm a big doodoo head. <laughs> Next week, Lillian, we are going to talk about, or at least try to, we're talking about Moaning Lisa, episode six of season one. We're going to talk about There's No Disgrace Like Home, episode four of season one. And uh, audience at home, if you'd like to watch those episodes, do that and then listen to us talk about them. Uh, if you don't want to watch those episodes, I mean, you can still listen anyway. It's not like, you know, it's not like the price of admission or anything. Like, yeah, we're, also, we're, not, we're not Nazis. Like, we're, we're you're welcome. You we're we're going, an open you place. saying that. Um... Well, uh, one thing I'd also... Go after the accusations. I want to make it very clear. <laughs> uh, one thing, um, it's not like you're the New York subway or anything. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah, I did. Oh, uh, terrible. Yeah. Anyway, um, also, if anyone listening has uh, wants to share um, any kind of, I don't know, tale or whatever about how you watch The Simpsons and how that's impacted, like, your relationships or your fa- and, like your family connections and stuff like that, that would be awesome. Yes, you should do that. Uh, you can share by... How are we going to tell them about this? Uh, oh, oh, we didn't pick a name for for sure. I'm I'm saying the Inanimate Carbon Pod. I think that's the best. Okay, I think the Inanimate Carbon Pod... Uh, ICP. I, the problem is I'm going to have to find some kind of uh, email address for that. So let's just say for now... Um, I'm going to make a Facebook page pretty much when I go home, so... Cool. All right, for now, look for... You can look for the Facebook page... Um, or uh, just get in touch with me or Lillian. I'm uh, at the Alex Cast on Twitter, Alex with two X's. Uh, that's, that's I check that all the time, and that would be a good way to find me. Uh, and um, you can yell at me. And Lillian, do you have any kind of public way to find you? Or um, uh, you can find me on Instagram, <laughs> uh, and Tumblr. But uh, I think you have to private message me on Instagram for my Tumblr if you care that much. Uh, we'll worry about it next time. Okay. So if you want to get in touch with us, uh, find me on uh, on uh, Twitter, and I'll forward it to Lillian at oh, the Alex Cast. I want to plug my Instagram. Oh no, it sounded like you didn't. I'm sorry. Please do. Oh I, no, no, it sorry. Like you're vacillating. <laughs> like it sounded like. Oh, I don't really want this out there. Sorry, I misread what no, was no, going no. on. Oh, please, okay. No, pl- plug the hell right. It's really boring, and it's <laughs> mostly like proof that my life is a lot of like sitting. It's a lot of pictures of that I'm taking of my television, honestly. But um. <laughs> Uh, you can reach me at Instagram at ambisinister. That's A M B I S I N I S T E R. B. Did I spell that correctly? Uh, I can't spell out loud very well. You know what you should, uh, uh, people at home, here's a good mnemonic to remember. Spell it like the word that describes when you're kind of shitty with both hands. Yeah. I think that would be your best mnemonic. You know, yeah. kind of like ambisinister. Um, that doesn't, it's not helpful at all. No. It's like, what's ambisinister? Oh, you know, it's like when you're ambisinestrous. Like, yeah. like this, you didn't help me at all. Thank you, sir, for defining a word by its own. Uh, yeah, uh, ambisinister. You find Lillian and, and, and follow her on uh, Instagram or, mm. or like or whatever you do on Instagram. I don't know. I'm on Instagram, too. I don't know my name, but, um, you know, find me. I think it's the Alex cast. I don't know. Mm. Something, Something like, like that. that. Yeah. Jinx. Yeah. I'll make a really boring podcast if I jinxed you. Oh, what is up, my boy? What is your problem, my dearest son? <laughs> Remember when Bart and Homer got jinxed, and then uh, Bart got jinxed, and he was trying to get Homer to say his name? To oh, his yeah. <laughs> it's from a little show I like to call The Simpsons. <laughs> Ew. Okay, so, 
next week. We're talking about episode, season one, episode four, and episode six. Get in touch with us. Uh, email, uh, uh, Twitter is at the AlexCast. We'll set up a we'll set up a, a, a an actual thing for next episode because, well, let's frankly we didn't have a name of the show but now we do now we are billy and the clonosaurus <laughs> what did we decide on we're the the inanimate carbon pod yeah okay the inanimate carbon pod okay the in an uh carbon pod and remember and i'm gonna underline it okay thusly they will never silence our song of protest hope Town girl, <laughs> she's been living in her white world. Fun times. Yeah. So, uh, from oh, I don't know how to sign out. I I've, I keep doing the I can't do the outcast sign out. How do we How do we say goodbye? Um, smell you later. Yes, smell you later, everyone. <laughs> and then it has a bunch of arrows that are pointing to. Is doo-doo head face. I know a lot about Harry Potter. I, I, if there is, I'm going to be... Susan Snodgrass? Alicia Snodgrass? Snodgrass is a minor character in Harry no, Potter. No, I don't think so. Google it right now. Dare you. Snodgrass? Yeah. Uh, uh, what yeah, did you, you say yeah for? I'm, I'm, like, I'm I agree. Like, Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Go be wrong. I know We're a lot about Snodgrass. Harry Potter. I don't remember Snodgrass. <laughs> there's Susan Bones. Yeah. Yeah, there's... I will counter Google this. This is really riveting. Not no, look, looking up, I mean, putting Snodgrass in. Oh, here, list of Harry Potter characters. Oh, wait, no, here. I'm going to do list of, Harry po- list of Harry Potter characters, and I'll do a search on that page. List of Harry Potter. That's what happens when I when I can trying to come up with insults that aren't ableist, and I just can I just start calling people by random Harry Potter names, which I think is actually it's a good thing to do. I'll be like, "You are such a Millicent Bolstrode." Yes, yeah, you're such a Bolstrode. Uh, there's nothing Snodgrass on 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 this page. Um, let me let me. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Melissa Snodgrass is a person. Yeah, there's no Snodgrass. I'm, I'm looking at the complete list of Harry Potter characters. Are you thinking of Alicia Spinette? Um, wait. The literature thing. No, I got the complete list Mortimer. of characters right in front of me. Oh, no, right here. Harry Potter. Oh, here's something. It's from the, the fan fiction of uh, Harry Potter and the Methods of um, Rationality, which is like the best fan fiction ever. Yeah, uh, so that totally... Yeah, okay. So I can see why you got confused with it being in Harry no, Potter. No, it totally but... is! Did you just Google, Google Harry Potter Snodgrass and but it will not tell you who it is. fan fiction. No, it's not just... It is. She's not... I just looked it up. I looked at the complete characters. No, Snodgrass isn't in the actual Harry Potter books. No. What's the first name? I can't find it. I just... like It keeps coming up. Yeah, I didn't find any reference to this. Whatever, we're doing this on the air. Um, yeah, there's no there's no reference to Snodgrass with Harry Harry Potter. If somebody at home, all right, if anybody is listening and can tell me this not where that where that word came from, besides the weird, bizarre sponge like recesses of my nonsensical head, please uh, please let me know because I'm really confused by myself. Well, there's a family name called Snodgrass, yeah, uh, or Snodgers. It came from the River Garnock. Um, yeah, uh, uh, there seems to be a soccer player called that. 
Um, Maybe there's no no. Okay, there's there's people who have fan art about it from their fan characters, and I swear to God, it's a person. And I think I think it's it might be just from some Harry Potter uh, fan fiction. No. Well, I'm not seeing it anywhere else here. Snodgrass, Harry Potter fan fiction. I think we're going to end up cutting this stuff out. <laughs> this can this be the bonus feature where we just argue about the words? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to put I'm going to put an end. Uh, I'm going to make a note at the end, and then we're going to put a. Uh, We'll put this at the... I'm going to cut this out and throw this at the end after we say goodbye. So, hey, after the show's over, you can listen to Alex and and Lily and try to figure out who the fuck Snodgrass is. Uh, I don't see any reference to Snodgrass with Harry Potter. And I've, I've like, read the books. I've listened to them. I'm, 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 I was the number one Harry Potter trivia guy on that trivia app that everybody was using for about a month. I, I like that app until I got too mad if I lost... I was the number one Harry Potter person in in Oregon. Hmm. It's not okay. No, uh, there's there's a character. There is a character in oh list of Harry Potter. Oh, it's not there. No. Harry Potter and the Method of Rationality, Mortimer Snodgrass. Uh, it is not from the books. No, but it's not. I don't know. I'm going to text my well, sister about it right now. Well, why would you t- We're on the internet. Because she would know. But the internet would know more than her. Mortimer Snodgrass, Mortimer Snodgrass only shows up as Harry Potter and the Methods of Rationality. Oh. Yeah, there's no reference to him in any of the actual books. Oh. And you... My darling Lillian, have proved yourself to be rather a squib at this round. I am not. Harry Potter <laughs> trivia. Oh, oh, fuck you. I am not. A way to um, muggle it up. No, that is mean. All right, fine. You're the one that just got all, you know, you, you just got snodgrass. <laughs> the snodcast. Um, oh, wait, no. I think Kevin Smith That's already has that. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's mod. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm being silly. I'm okay. Using, I'm using words for fun. 